In the great bowels of the internet, there are assembled the world's two most prodigious podcasters created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Joe, a chubby Italian nebbish with a slamming tan, and Gomez, a Puerto Rican, when convenient, who doesn't speak a lick of Spanish. Their mission combine their love of all things pop culture to present the most important podcast on the planet. When their powers are assembled, they form the mighty Car Joe-Man! Hello everyone and welcome to episode 286 of the Car Joe Mez Podcast. I'm Mez and my co-host as always is... I'm Vengeance from the Car Joe Mez Podcast. Yes you are. Hello everybody. Welcome. Yes. I, <laughs> thank you for tuning in. For, before we get into that, I just, the Batman voice, I gotta say, I didn't mind Batman voice. It wasn't over the top Batman voice. No, it was movie. pretty good. So I was like, was oh, fine. this is good. It's not growling. We got to hear voiceover with growling. So that's good. So I love it. Oh, see, we could be Batman now. We got good Batman voices. No, we could be Vengeance. Vengeance. How you doing, buddy? I am most comfortable at night. <laughs> well, it's not nice, so then, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I'm just millionaire playboy, uh, Joe from the Car Jomez podcast. Mm. And uh, thank you to everybody for tuning in, downloading. Make sure you're subscribed to this podcast. Follow us on all the social media at Car Jomez. And otherwise, I'm doing pretty good, Gomez. Had a Ooh, pretty like good week. That. Oh, uh, that's good. I watched that's positive. Uh, I watched movies. I watched television. I ate stuff that needed to be eaten. What you eat, baby? What you eat? Cookies mostly, some cake. Cookies, cookies. Is, I just, I love cookies. Oh, there's a new well, cookie then, spot by me, but I don't think they're as good as those cookies you eat. And baby, I was gonna say, if you love cookies, then you're gonna love one of the new videos on my YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash Joe Shoes. Uh, I checked out Gideon's Cookies or Gideon's Bakehouse, I should say, which is known for their cookies, because that's really like their thing, uh, at Disney Springs. And they make a bunch of gourmet cookies. You have a limit as to how many cookies you can buy. Amazing. That's so funny. They're all done in like small batches, and they are good and good for you. Mm, So what what goes on at Disney Springs? What what area is that? Like what... uh... It's in the spring section of Disney. Uh huh. And so, like, what is it? Like, what's what's popping in there? Like, what? What's... Oh, it's it's like a collection of restaurants and shops and just okay. like kind of like a big outdoor mall where everything's under the Disney umbrella. There's a movie theater and a House of Blues. They do a lot of the concerts and the Muzak. If you like the Muzak, I know Gomez, you like the Muzak. Love it. You're you're big into the hurdle game, I know. So oh yeah, hurdle. If you guys haven't seen this thing, it's like Wordle, but it's music. So it's like let's name that tune, right? It's well, the best. Here's the thing that fucked me up. So I'm thinking the first time I play it, okay, it's like Wordle. All the song titles got to be five letters. 
That is not <laughs> the case. Man, that'd be hard as shit. Could you imagine? <laughs> well, plus the first one we did was Dreams by Fleetwood yes. Mac. It was so I was like, Mac oh, was. okay. Yeah, this, this Perfect. This. <laughs> That's funny. I'm having a good time with that. I love it. Uh, I I wonder how how much variety it's going to have. Like how crazy like uh, the song's going to get. Like so far it's been, you know, Kanye and Today, I'm gonna say what today's is, even though it's not by the time out. people listen <laughs> so, to this, I'm like, by the I time can't people, spoil. yeah, I can't spoil this from two days in the past. It's you, somebody, <laughs> Kings of Leah. So, I guess it'll be mostly like you know, poppy stuff, which makes sense. But uh, I'm loving it. I love that. Have you played any other of those Wordle games? So, I tried playing World, like yes, World? with the maps. Yeah. Yes, yeah. with the maps and the countries. Yeah, I didn't that, want to do that. One. That did not go so well. I've done. I do the Taylor Swift one once in a while because my wife Kelly and she does that one every day. It's like Taylor Dole, something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Things are so. And then every once in a while we do the the nerdy the naughty word one, Loodle. But oh, it's hard because they don't. Yeah, well, you damn could, right, it's hard. <laughs> You could set it where you can accept uh, any word, but the way well, it's you supposed need to be consent, played, so you have to accept. <laughs> the way it's supposed to be played is you can only use dirty words, so it's hard thinking yeah. all these five-letter dirty words. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's been fun. I'm enjoying these. These Hards. things keep them coming. Star Wars was too hard because, like, I know I don't know that fucking droid in the corner for ten seconds. I don't know all these people's names, so I I couldn't. I didn't do good on that. One. Max Rebo, that's a good one. Bosk, <laughs> they were a little harder. It was Size like a noodles. droid with numbers, so sometimes you got to put numbers in there. PG thirteen. Did you see? There's one where you got to. Do the correct subway line. They tell you how to get to two destinations. So it'd be like, you know, Spring Street to Madison Square Garden. When you said the correct subway line, I'm thinking, like, under no circumstance that I think this was, like, the New York City subway because that's, like, too localized. So I'm thinking it was, like, the steps you would go through to make a subway $5 sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. It's, like, it's literally the subway system. And you got to put the right transfers it's just they make a wordle thing out of anything, bro. It's it's great. What well, a this time to like, be alive. This is like when the NWO first caught on, and then like all of a sudden there were a million world orders. I love it. We love world orders. That could be a big finish. Top three world orders. Top three world orders. <laughs> so those cookies, Joe. What kind of cookies did you get? So they have some that are like on the menu constantly like peanut butter original chocolate chip triple chocolate cookies and cream uh coffee cake is another one um then they have uh one that was a it's a morning exclusive Ooh, i forget that. which one was the morning exclusive that's maybe that maybe make... it is coffee cake actually i think coffee cake was the morning exclusive makes so sense. It's done in a small batch, and they they make X number of it, and once it's, it's sold done, out, it's, it's sold done, out. Yeah. And then there's an evening exclusive, which is a dark coffee cake, which I didn't have, but I love the idea of because I love the idea of like an evil coffee cake. 
Like, oh, Bizarro coffee cake. Bizarro, I love you. Bizarro, I love you. That show is now in the future, bro. We're living in it. It's happening now. It's now in the past. Oh my god, we're so old. What's happening? That we are so old that C Lab 2021 has happened already, and we we all were witness. I, I I didn't get the invitation to live under the sea. I I want to do uh under the sea living. It looks fun. You know what? I don't know if I would. I love being in the water. I can sit in the shower all day. I can sit in the pool all day. But I love you're but water. you're not in the water. You're in the you're in the sea lab. Yeah, but then you you know you go in the water. I can't go in the water ever. Well, I'm in the they ha- they have the pool, but that's where Captain Murphy holds like his uh, his <laughs> camps and try you know. Man, he, he's just... got a was it Dolphin Boy and Dolphin. Boy. <laughs> oh, I believe all that's all on HBO Max, right? I believe all the Adult Swim stuff is uh, on HBO. I know Max. it was definitely on Hulu for a while. Okay, I gotta check. I think there's an Adult Swim button on there. Cause oh, I love yeah, we gotta check. I I actually have all of uh C Lab on DVD, so whenever I do happen to get that urge, I know where to scratch that itch. I'm trying to think, do I? Because I mean, we were the hot DVD, like we were buying DVDs. Yeah, like that's I, uh, what, that's what and we I did. Still have them. I still have them. I still I, have them. They're in the attic in boxes. Well, I I did sell a lot back to Amazon. Okay. Right before I moved to Florida, like seven or eight years ago, so I sold like two hundred DVDs, got like forty-one bucks. <laughs> I um, used to sell Half dot com or something. Was that a thing? Right, Half dot com was definitely something. Right, and yeah, it was right? like all uh, media mail stuff. Yes, Half dot com. Wow. <laughs> but like now, I have so many more that well, still that I either I couldn't sell or I was like, ooh, better keep this just in case. Like this doesn't show up on a streaming service yes. at some point. Yeah, you know, I'm like all some about weird if stuff you love like that. Buy it, yeah. Shit disappears, and there's so many horror movies that people they've never had a DVD release, only VHS, and they're gonna you know gonna vanish eventually. So it's crazy. I have boxes and boxes. I only buy once in a while. I buy a new movie like on a 4K DVD and stuff, but ooh. You know, I am a streaming boy. If it's streaming, like, oh, I'll just wait for streaming. And then we just wait and wait and it never comes. They call me the Samantha of streaming. Oh, love it. Love to hear that. Samantha, (laughs) like the old lady from Sex in the City. She didn't come back in the new one. No. What's the point? What's the point then, bro? What are we doing? I mean, at this point, I like I know there's a market for granny porn, but is that something we're really interested in at this point? I don't know anything. I don't know. Like, I really don't know anyone who watched that version of the show. I, don't I really know don't know. Good. I haven't heard much about it. Like, like there's not a lot of, of chatter. Just the like, biggest big thing, thing was yeah. just that first episode where yes. the, the man died on the Peloton, and Peloton had to come out and be like, "Our devices do not kill men. And I Buy think, it, please." I think then, like a week or two after, another show had someone get hurt on a peloton so they're like can you people please stop stop this you're not allowed to use our shit no more we're gonna have to include a peloton in our spaghetti western that's a maury cowboy oh have you ever you ever used one you ever seen one in in person um yes i've seen one in person like that we like i because using it would be doing exercise and yeah well i hate about that life sometimes you do that 
I saw I saw one in person. I, I just like I didn't know about these shoes that you gotta have special shoes for the Peloton. Like they they hook into the the pedals so that you don't like lose your feet when you're going crazy on the bike or some shit like that. Oh, I'm not going crazy. But it's like you buy all this and now you gotta buy these crazy metal. It's like cleat kind of. Thing. It's just too much. It sounded good, but I mean, I guess people right go ride your bikes outside. It's okay. It's safe again. Yes. COVID is over. It's over. Go ride your bikes. Go do your thing. You heard it here. Well, I live in New York, and New York is COVID is over, except for Kyrie Irving and uh, little kids. I think some little kids still have to wear masks. But other than that, they're like, don't be wearing no mask in this store, bro. We done with that stuff. Mm. Um. Yeah. So I'm. I live in Florida. So it's always you know, been that way, right? <laughs> COVID only was down here for about a week. And then we we got over it. And then it was just everywhere else except here. So man, it's lucky bastards. Yeah. And now now that we've we solved the COVID, we've also gotten rid of the gays here. That's that's new in Florida. Yes, you have. We have our new don't say gay law. Yes. And also pretty soon you're gonna get rid of all the kids because I heard that uh they get rid of vaccines for kids, like you know how you gotta get vaccines for school. I hear, like, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh... We're we're also gonna allow them to get shot. Apparently, you know. <laughs> well, that's always that's everywhere. Yeah, so <laughs> that's everywhere. Well, you know, we're just one step closer to a kid-free society. I mean, you it know... don't sound bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, you know, we'll just say kids. Well, you know. <laughs> I do a lot of kids this weekend, bro. Shiloh's birthday party. Oh. I saw that. You you put together a beautiful birthday cake for this birthday party. Thank you, Joseph. Yes, I I did a little. It was a, a, a swimming party. She takes swimming lessons. She loves the pool. We've been in the pool all summer. And uh, it's winter time, you know? So it's like we always kind of think, like, what can we do for her birthday? It's not like. It's not a lot of things to do. Like people well, like to have outside birthdays. And well, just... <laughs> hey, she didn't have one last year. Last year, well, she yeah, that's like, true. You know, because she got one because she had it at the beginning of COVID. So she still got her birthday while everyone was getting their their parade bullshit, waving out the window, car windows, and all that's, that. Oh, I hated that. So last year she didn't get one because it was so iffy. And was like, you know what? We're not gonna go crazy with it. And she was like, oh, what the heck? And I'm like. Bro, I said, you. a lot of people didn't get one. It's okay. She's like, all right. But so this year, it's like, all right, now she's ready for a party. So it's a nice swimming party. Not a lot of kids because it's a swimming pool, thankfully. Sometimes these parties, they'd be like 40 kids, right? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you want to have got... kids together, just go to school. Well, that's the problem now is we have friends with kids, and now she's making friends. So now, like this, sometimes we got to invite the class, bro. The whole class? Yes, but we didn't. Shiloh said we thought we were going to because Shiloh loves everything. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm friends with everybody. But when we when it came down to, hey, so who do you want from your class to come? She said, like, four people. You're like, that's it? She's like, yeah, that's it. Thank God. Thank <laughs> goodness. Oh, my goodness. But it's nice. The parties are nice. They go by quick. It's a lot of stress and craziness. And then, uh it's just over. It's like, oh, time to go home. Well, I, I saw you dressed as the mighty Poseidon, king of the ocean. 
yeah, we had some props for the kids to take pictures and stuff. And of course, I gotta, you know, take a take a picture or two. Come on, I look good, didn't I, with that that long beard? I look, I look. I nice. think that's a good look for you. Like it, you almost look like Tony Clark from the MLBPA. He's got like his lockout beard going on, and I think you would you would look good with a pool beard. I can't. Sadly, I can't really grow. Like I could grow like a nice little tight kind of thing, but. The hair, they don't come in very good for me. It's not, I'm not a beard guy. We're gonna we're gonna put up some pictures of Gomez with his swimming beard up on the social media this week. Yeah, I'll put up that picture. I'll put up the cake. Kellyanne help with the tail. There's a lot of work, so thankfully I had a little help there. But uh yeah, it was nice. I'll put up some pictures, let you fine folks see the goodness. It was a nice cake, bro. It was delicious. It looked mm. delicious. So good. I still have I was- we we started at the tail, so we brought home just a head left. Just a oh cat my head. It's like, oh, we have a cat head. <laughs> oh, but it's a good time. Thankfully, it's over, though. Now we can stress about something else. <laughs> yeah, that day uh, that you had your party, I went to Disney Springs, ate all the cookies from Gideon's. A lot of good stuff up on the YouTube this week, Gomez. We got another coffee creamer review. Uh, uh, cannoli cream flavor. Nah, I'm not a big cannoli guy. I, you know what? I was never a big cannoli guy. Like I, they were fine. You're allowed they, to say that, bro. Well, well, yes, but here's why: because I'm my family are fake Italians. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like we're we're like so far uh, removed from the the motherland at this point that like it's like, bro, don't don't even like even the Italian kids in high school didn't want to be friends with me. Like I had to hang out with our buddy Armando, who was most certainly not Italian, and then, <laughs> and then like the one Irish kid who was in honors classes, so he didn't fit in with the uh, other Irish kids, and then like two Filipino kids who played Magic the Gathering. Like that was the people I had to sit with at lunch. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we got a video up, me and my friend Courtney eating all the cookies at Gideon's. Uh, Another video of uh, the uh, cannoli cream, uh, coffee creamer from International Delight. And then uh, Coke Starlight. Coke Starlight will be up by the time you hear this wonderful podcast. Finally found it, tracked it down, ingested it into my veins. So Mm. good, so good. I'm a fan. Like I'm not gonna like if I grab one, I grab one. Like I like I want to buy like a an eight pack and give it to some friends and then keep a can or two for myself. But you know, at the supermarket, I don't know. Would you buy a two liter bottle of this if it was no. there? I don't know, right? Like no, I just want a couple sips and I'm good. And that's I about bet, it. I got I grabbed a couple twenty ounces. They were like yeah. two for three thirty three or something. So grabbed a couple, and then um, I guess it's fine. I, I didn't dislike it, but yes, it, it's not exactly. something that, like, I know our, our buddy P. Cool loves it, and he's going on and on about it. Me, that wasn't really the case. I think because he gets that, like, extra sweetness that he's not used to. Yeah. Because he can't have all that sugar. Yeah, So yeah, it's yeah. like, mm, I think he's, he's getting that flashback there, nostalgia. And then, and then finally, Gomez, also up on the YouTube, 
the the McDonald's menu hack, the oh, land, yes. air, and sea sandwich. Oh boy. Are so you a fan to, of fish fillets on the regular? The first fi- fillet of fish I've ever had in my oh, life. Oh wow! Have you ever had fish sticks? Are you like a fish stick kid? Growing I'm up? not a fish person whatsoever. Fish person, like I, like I like shrimp. Like I go to a fancy yeah. gathering with adults and get that shrimp cocktail. So uh, that's the only thing you eat: shrimp, lobster, pretty much. crab. Okay. Um, when we when the majors would do the Jimmy's famous seafood shows, yeah. like all oh, of a sudden yeah, I'm like. Right. I have to have crab cakes. That's the thing. And yes. it's like, oh my God, I love these crab cakes. Then they like sent out a whole bunch of appetizers. So like calamari's coming out and then yeah. uh, stuffed lobster tails are coming out. And I was like, I don't, I will eat every fucking thing on this table. I don't give a shit. It was delicious. Those crab cakes are fucking delicious. I Everything I've them. had there was just like stupendous. It was so good. We went to the website and we ordered some for Father's Day. We you know, like, it's you know funny. You said, I did that. the same thing. I sent my mom like a thing <laughs> for her birthday or, or Mother's Day or whatever it was. Like, yeah. sent her like my mom likes crab. So I sent her, they have like the crab lovers package. So good. You know, they anyway. even do meal prep plans. Like, you can sign up for the Jimmy's Famous Seafood meal prep. God bless. Wow, that's so good. <laughs> Jimmy's Seafood meal prep. God damn. Mm, that's good. That's so a good delicious. business meal prepping. Oh, my goodness. Joe, you mentioned uh, MLB. You got any updates about nope. this uh, this lockout? I, it sounded so optimistic last week. We were... I, but I told you, what, like I said, when if you're the players, you were asking for some big things. And if the owners weren't willing to make any movement on those things, you can't just accept a deal for the sake of accepting a deal. And that's exactly what happened. So I'm not going to say I'm a genius, but I am going to say that I may not be the Beverly Brothers, both Bo and Blake, for no, their names are not Johnny or Jake, for I am the genius of glory and renown, and listen to me and pet your pet hounds. So good. (laughs) Oh, man. I see it says here um, that they've agreed to... To get rid of the the shift, bigger bases. What is this bigger base thing? What is this about? We we what need bigger th- bases, bro. But is that like what people getting hurt or something? Like they what's... think it may be something that could lead to less injuries. Interesting. Sliding, running through first, like what? Like what's... running through first would be a thing. Was gonna be like, like softball, like how they have the extra. Oh, I think that's what it should be because, like, yeah, in all not? honesty, like, yeah, it it, it Let does them both take have a, a piece of the bag. Yeah, and and then you get rid of that stupid out of the baseline rule, yes, like because so yeah. Um, but I think the biggest thing is if you make the bases a little bigger, it gives the runner something. You know, it cuts down on wrist injuries. They think is going to be okay. like something. I guess rounding, hitting that corner or something. Yeah, like sliding head first, guys jamming their wrist if they have like more of the bag to hit, uh, would hopefully make a difference. I was, I, I was like, what the hell is that? And pitch count, have they said, uh, pitch clock, excuse me, have they said like uh, how long they think this, this count is good, this clock is going to be? Three minutes. <laughs> Three minutes in between pitches, huh? <laughs> Boy, that'll speed things up. <laughs> Yeah, like Eric Bischoff will come out and say, <laughs> you have three minutes. And then uh, Rosie will come up from the dead or Umaga, who, which, whichever one. 
Are uh, you do you like this getting rid of the shift? I mean, isn't that part of the game? Like strategy? <sighs> like it's like isn't that you have a weakness? Let's exploit. Like I don't yes. understand. I like my thing is you should you be able to. The the problem is the pitching has gotten so so good that it's it's so difficult to go up there and hit, you know, in the first place. And you know now guys guys are throwing so hard that a changeup is over ninety miles an hour. Where back when we were kids, just throwing ninety miles an hour was like wow, this guy throws smoke. Yeah, (laughs) you know there were plenty of crafty garbage pitchers out there throwing 87 like now yes. nowadays that don't even get you in the conversation no um so i'm like really torn on this shifting really what i think i would have preferred is to move the mound back six inches okay i've heard people have mentioned that so right yes. now it's at 60 feet six inches make it a, a nice even 61 feet and see if that extra six inches helps hitters better reaction time or more time to react and be able to put the ball in play more. Have they done something like that in the minors? I know they tried last year. They tried. The minors, they right? tried something at a different level in the minors, yeah. but I don't think it was quite six inches. I think it was actually a little bit more, maybe if I'm not remembering oh, correctly. Wow. But um, I know the players had complaints mm. and the data seemed to say that it really didn't do much, if I remember correctly. Didn't do much. All right, I get it. Six inches, right? I guess like it's an extra split second. Like, like how much? You but know? when you're at that level, that that yes. makes all the difference in the world. Sure. Interesting. Well, we'll see. There's another deadline today, right, Joe? As we yes, record as this, we, as we record this, it's Tuesday, so now we're on deadline forty-six. <laughs> And uh, the owners have gave us given us another bullshit deadline. They're saying, now this is the real one. If you really want your full pay for 162 games with no canceled games, then you will agree by today. All right, we'll see. I'm sure we'll uh, find out soon enough. Yeah, we will. Um, honestly, I'm I'm not expecting anything much. So you expect, are you expecting like uh, losing a month of the season? Start middle of May. At this point, like I really don't know April. because it just it just seems like the owners don't want to give up anything, and they're doing it simply because they feel like they shouldn't have to. Because they've gotten is, away with it for so long, <laughs> and you know it's it's part of a lot a larger conversation about the world and society. When you're rich, you feel you're the only one who has ever worked. You feel like you're the only one who has ever earned it. And other people have not done that. And God forbid you have to share your, your riches and everything you've worked for. Bro, you hope you bought a baseball team. What are we talking about? It's like, what do you think? It's just like, come on. I mean, that that's legitimately what it is. Once you get to a certain point of success in life, it's it's like you act like you're the only person who has ever done this. You know, in, and we see this in every day in the real world where whenever we talk about expanding social benefits, all of a sudden people come out of the woodwork. Well, I had to pay off my student loans, so why should anybody get them for free? Okay, like just because you got fucking, I don't know, smallpox doesn't mean we shouldn't have a fucking vaccine for it by now. Like, 
Yes, it's it's always well. I, I was like, okay, so everyone should suffer. Sorry, you shouldn't have to had did that either. Exactly, but <laughs> no one had you. Uh, no one stood up for your cause. Sorry, now people it, are trying to do this. Like, you know, it's, it's it was ridiculous. my thing. Uh, like it's a couple of years ago now, looking back. But I remember in New York where you had the fast food employees, you know, striking and and fighting yes, for fifteen dollar an hour starting pay. And you had all these people from different businesses go, well, I don't get paid $15 an hour, so why should they? And it's like, well, let them get their money, bro. You should complain too, yes. You go get yours. Maybe you're underpaid too, cocksucker. Yes. It was like, I remember, it was like EMS people like, I make $20 an hour. I was just going to say, it was the EMTs like, yeah. oh, you know, some of us don't even make, okay, well, maybe you should. That's a problem, bro. Like, that's... It's always what about this? It's never hey, maybe maybe this is a problem too. You uh, know, and especially coming out of COVID where we saw all these massive corporations just reap, absolutely reap the benefits of everything. Insane. Record record profits across the board, and then employee pay is still stagnant and unmoved. And yes, you know, Walmart's still making all their people apply for uh food stamps and everything else because they won't pay that like it's just it's complete and utter nonsense yeah gas is five dollars the oil industry had record numbers last year Yeah, record <laughs> numbers and nine thousand unused drilling permits that they're just yeah. sitting on but make us pay for it and everyone fired about it but you know it's not their fault it's yeah thanks this. biden <laughs> he did this yeah <laughs> oh man uh, Joe, you say you watched a lot of stuff. I did. I felt like I got to a good amount of stuff this week. I want to ask you because you had mentioned a couple weeks ago, but you haven't mentioned it. Did you ever watch those new He Man episodes? So it came out um this past week. So I started oh, did watching. It? It. Okay, I thought yeah. it was. Oh, uh, I thought it was last week. I was like, hey, came out on Friday, I believe. Oh, okay. Oh, good. Did you check that out? I haven't finished it. I watched probably half the season so far, and I am very much enjoying it. This is the CGI Netflix kid centric He Man and the Masters of the Universe. I really enjoyed the first season way more than I ever expected to because I didn't expect to enjoy it at all. <laughs> but um, it's it really picked up in part two. It, it uh, brought in the story a little bit more, and we're getting some good character development and some new people popping in and out of the, the episodes say, here. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's pretty it's pretty damn good. I think they're doing a really good job with it. Awesome, love that. We always want to hear about He Man from the He Man Man. I am the the Harold of He Man. <laughs> a lot of Harolds. <laughs> <laughs> Good. And the HTH, the Harold T. Horror is. I love uh, it. I think I that's going to be my Halloween costume this year. HTH is just wonderful. Can't wait to talk to him. Uh, <laughs> I'll put on my Harold T. Horror glasses and hat. Just dropping all the knowledge. It's going to be fun. Uh, so, all right. So, He Man, see, that's my. I thought it was last week. That's I was like, oh, he didn't mention that. All right. So, that's just. All right. So, you watched some of that. What else do you watch, Joe? I finally saw a movie I've been, I don't want to say, you know, I didn't rush to get to it, but it was definitely on my list of new movies I wanted to get to because it features one of my favorite things in the world, Gomez. What is that? Talking animals. Talking animals. Of course, I'm talking about Sing 2. 
Oh, man, love to hear that. Sing to we're a big sing family. We love to sing movies. I mean, the first one I thought was really good. It had a lot of animals all talking, you know, basically written for me. So we, when this one was coming out, I was, I got to see this. We love these movies because we love that it gets our daughter listening to some popular music that we enjoy and gets her into it. Because, I mean, this movie starts with a Prince song. Well, that's Why what I was going to listen to I that. Th- you know? I figured you had to love this because it like the movie literally opens up yes. with Prince. So I'm like, oh, this is right up Gomez's alley. It's the best. And so she's dancing to it. I'm like, yes, this is it. And then you go, oh, you know, he did this. And then you start doing it. So it's the best. I, that's I love these movies. Same thing with Trolls. Trolls does the same thing. They play popular, current kind of music. And so she's rocking out to Ozzy. Not like that's a current popular, but it's like something popular. And uh, it's like, it's the best. So these movies, God bless these movies. It's funny you bring up Ozzy, though, because I just read somewhere that like this week was like the 20th anniversary of the Osbournes. Wow. Yeah, I guess. Right. Uh, Yeah. The early two. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. I feel like there's going to be a lot of things coming up that we get real sad about here on that 20 year mark. (laughs) Yo, like it's. It's not even a joke. Like that's scary. Oh, oh, my new metal. That's all two thousand twenty years old. Yeah, so two thousand one, two thousand two is t- uh, ninety nine. <laughs> Woodstock was ninety nine. Oh my goodness, this is it's too much. Uh- <laughs> but yeah, sing too. I if now, like the the guy it focuses on is uh was it Cab Calloway or Cam Calloway? I forget like what the lion's name is. But he's played by by he's voiced by Bono. Yes, he is. Now, I am not a Bono guy. I am not a no. U2 guy. Nope. But put it in the mouth of a lion, and holy <laughs> shit. Uh, that that was actually my only complaint about the movie. Was is that, that it- he, sh- he hasn't been a lion all along. <laughs> if I was Bono, I like, you remember that episode of South Park where Kyle's dad said all I ever wanted to be was a, a dolphin, and then he has all the surgeries to make <laughs> yeah. himself into a dolphin. Like, that's what Bono should have done. Bono should have been like, yo, if I'm a lion, guess how many more people will like me? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so that's my only complaint is I have to listen to you two songs. It's a little more fun because it's coming from a lion. From a <laughs> lion! <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. Come on. Oh, and and he hangs out with a porcupine. Yes, Scarlett Johansson, right? She's yeah. great. Dynamite. Sings. Great I pipes. Love that. <laughs> it was. She did a great I, I, job, I, I thought, thought she with was it. good. I could I was like, oh, she does really good with this. Yo, and good. not for nothing, but that show they put on, I'm sitting is amazing. Going, I'm like, I you can't know wait what? to see <laughs> it. Not, not for nothing. But if this was a live stage show, I That's would it. see the shit out of this. Running to Vegas, bro. Booking our flight now. We said the same thing. We're like, man, I would want to see this. This is a good ass show, man. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's a good one. I think I think if you're into these types of movie, if you were into the first movie, there's no reason you have to have not seen Sing Two yet. And it was Dynamite. funny because I put it up on Facebook like, oh, Joe is watching yeah. Sing Two. I got a bunch of people like our age who were like, yo, I like this one better than the first one. And I was That's like, so good. Oh, are strong, strong words. Cause I thought the first one was really good. I but- guess, 
I guess, right? Does it come down to the soundtrack or the story? What do you think makes someone pick this over over the first one? What I think it's think? a combination. Um, like we said, the, the soundtrack on this I thought was really good. It's great. Uh, I love that they had Halsey in it. Yes. So she Her plays uh, like the, the big boss's daughter. Yes, who gets shoehorned into the show, and then yeah. she's, she's actually good. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the idea of, like, this is the show they put on, I thought was, like, really good. Because the first one was, like, all these people, animal people coming together, um, trying to, like, have the opportunity to live out their dreams. And now it's like, okay, we've we've hit, like, that first level, but how do we take it to the next step? And now we have this incredible live stage show in, in space with Bono the Lion. And we got to make it count because you only get one shot. Do not miss your opportunity. <laughs> it's a great movie. Um, let me hear some. Let's hear some music here. Let's do it. Are you a man? A double main man? Are you a man? A triple main man? A man, man, man? A quadruple main man? Are you our man? Are you our man? Main man standings, folks. Sing too. What are you? What are you feeling for this one, Joe? I got it. I liked it a lot. I liked it better than the first one when it was all said and done. I'm I'm going there. I'm gonna I'm gonna put my name on the record. I'm gonna say it out loud. I'm gonna say it out proud. Sing two better than sing one. I'm giving it a triple and a half main man. Mm-mm-mm. I'm about there. I'm going back and forth between a three and a three and a half. I'm trying to think because I've seen the movie. Once, but I've listened to the soundtrack just so many times, so I'm actually kind of forgetting everything that happens in the movie. But uh, we'll, we'll go three, three main, uh, three, three, three main men. It's a good time. Mm-mm, sing to my goodness, I love it. Double main man this week. That's that's good. The folks love it. They can't get enough of it. People love talking animals, and honestly. I think we deserve probably another 21 Sing movies. Always. As soon as the movie's over, she's always like, you think there'll be another one? <laughs> like, you know, three, four years, baby. Yeah, of course. They love printing money. I, I can't wait to see, like, what the next evolution is for their show. Big time, right? Oh, man, they got a... I don't even know what would it be. Maybe, maybe they make a movie. It's a they make a movie about making about it so meta. the thing. Yes. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, let me see here. Imagine if they make a spaghetti western. Oh. We I may be striking before, like the eye. Like we may be on the precipice of the new trend right here. As long as ours gets out first, then I, they can do whatever they want. Oh, I had some really good ideas. We're gonna have to talk off air, but I had some really good ideas for this. I can't. I was, uh, I I was going through uh, my draft of the script, and I was like, "Oh, you know what? We got to include this." Can't wait to hear it. (laughs) Oh, so HBO. Euphoria and Righteous Gemstones is over, so they have a new show. We talked about it, Joe. 
Did you get a chance to watch uh, Winning Time on HBO Max? Winning Time, the story of the Showtime Lakers. I did. It's only one oh. episode so far, I which I was actually disappointed by. You know, like Peacemaker would give us, I think it was three. Yes. Kind of, and you kind of make up your mind whether you were into it or not, wanted to continue or not. But this is this is their Sunday night programming. Yeah. They're not, they're not giving anything extra. They, they're they're really gotta... they're betting big time on this show. Yes, this is their big new Sunday show, along with a pirate show, a pirate comedy show. Looked interesting, I'm, but I'm uh, sorry, what? The uh, <laughs> when you go on HBO Max, the two uh, new shows are Winning Time. Uh-huh. He's uh, taking over the euphoria. Yeah, I, 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 I get winning. Tell me more about and the pirates. And then I think it's called Our Flag Means Death. It's got a uh, double main man, uh, Waititi, whatever the fuck his name is. Taika you know? Waititi. Taika Waititi. There you go. <laughs> I don't know if he's writing it or he's just starring in it, but it's that kind of humor. So, you know, when he's I in watch that a show kind of about, thing. I'm going to watch this. I want to watch a show about pirates. Yeah, so that's their new stuff. Sunday nights, baby. I'll check it out. I haven't watched it yet. We could give it a chance. I know you like pirates. Being a captain and all, you're probably scared I, of pirates, I, I would have, think, right? I have, I have been imba- embroiled in battle with many pirates over the years. You're sworn enemy is a pirate. Oh, no. This uh, is... I think I should be a pirate. Oh, but you're, you're, wow, you're so handsome and, and charming. That can't be a pirate. Well, I turned heel at the last major pod live show. So, like, what would a heel captain be? Probably like a pirate. Probably like yes. Captain Crunch. <laughs> but evil. Like, you don't think Captain Crunch is evil? No, because isn't he giving us, he's giving us the booty. Gomez, you don't I'm gonna, do that. I'm going to tell you this right now, and I mean this sincerely. You are the dumbest motherfucker I've ever met in my life. What the captain is is trying to you steal take the, one the captain mouthful, crunch? One mouthful of captain crunch cereal, and that shit tears <laughs> up your mouth. You're gonna tell me that motherfucker ain't evil? You know, when you say it like that, you know maybe I misinterpreted what was going on. What was he's, going on here? He's there to hurt you. Oh, from the sad. inside. I always thought he was our friend. No, <laughs> you're so stupid. <laughs> oh man, fuck! I, I can't allow this captain. I, that's it. I gotta get rid of the Captain Crunch in the house now. <laughs> See, this is bullshit. Make you re- reevaluate your cereal buying options. Oh my goodness! I didn't know we were going to be talking about how evil Captain Crunch was. Today. That's the truth. I don't say oh. these things just like make them up just to say hot takes. I'm not Skip Bayless over here. Thank God that fucking guy. Oh goodness! So winning time, John. <laughs> Is that what we're talking about? That's where it started because it's on HBO on Sunday nights. <laughs> we we took the scenic route to get here, but we're back. Oh, it's about the Showtime Lakers, the start of the Showtime Lakers here. Uh, this show, I love this show. It was, I just, I, I miss John C. Riley. Where's he been? He's been, you know, hanging out playing Nintendo. Um, he fuck up King Kong, and then that's it. I haven't seen him that's since. Pretty I much, feel. right? Like maybe he's just right? taking a break. Maybe he's, he's tired. Chilling. But it was so good to see you. I just, I loved it. He's just, he's the best. I um, I don't know if I loved it. Oh no! 
I, I well, you I didn't did hate you it. not I, did you not like the the breaking the fourth wall yes, thing? Like yeah, it was I get very, that. Like, I get it. It is. It's out of nowhere. It's like oh, and then they they do it a lot, and they do it throughout the whole episode, and it's like yes, oh, so we're we're just this is this is where we're at with this, huh? Yes, so I get that. I do get that. It didn't bother me, but I totally get it because it's 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 like oh okay. Um, apparently Michael Shannon was supposed to be uh Doctor Bus, but he had an issue with the fourth wall break. He's like he was like I can't do this. It's messing me up. Is that? And then they got John C. Riley to do it. And John C. Riley, like, I don't give a fuck. I'll talk to anyone. And then also, apparently, this role ruined Will Farrell and Adam McKay's relationship. Did you hear this? So because... I, I read like a while back that they had heat and now yeah, like, it's because not friends it is. anymore. So, like, what's the deal? Because Will Farrell wanted to be Dr. Jerry Buss. And Adam McKay and was Adam like, McKay was like, nah, I don't see you. It's too much. You're too, you're too yeah. Will Farrell. It's, it's not, it's not gonna work. And, uh, and so he said, all right, fine. And so they got Michael Shannon. And then when Michael Shannon dropped out, he just went to John C. Riley and said, hey, do this instead of circling back or whatever. Will Farrell took offense to it. Adam mm. McKay is like, kind of like, I can't believe he's so angry about this. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. But I mean, this happened like right after they they uh, stopped their studio production studio. Yeah, so maybe yeah. there's a little more to the story. But I couldn't believe that this Laker show is, is ruining friendships here. They, they got on? funny guy heat. <laughs> funny guy heat. It's crazy. Oh, but funny so, guy heat is a real thing. I get it. You want to do your thing, but it's like so me and I, me and that dad from Home Sweet Home Alone. <laughs> So I'm trying to think if Michael Shannon, I love Michael Shannon, but it's just totally different. Like it's a whole different vibe that John C. Riley puts out. Yes, Michael Shannon is more of like a serious kind of creepy, like weirdo, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like, not John charismatic. C. Riley, John C. Riley plays this like a, a swinging bachelor cartoon character. Like he's in Boogie Nights, bro. He's just like, let's go, bringing it back. Like he's he's basically like a seventies Pepe La Pew. <laughs> that is Doctor Buss's uh, reputation. There, yeah, we love the ladies. <laughs> Did you like the guy that got to do Magic Johnson? I thought he's great. I thought the guy who played Magic Johnson and also the guy who plays Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Oh, Kareem! I thought it was great. I was like, yo, he sounded just like. like We're like both of them, like completely, completely. Completely, like sold me. I'm like that. This looks number one. The that guy looks a hundred percent like Magic Johnson, young yeah, Magic Johnson. I get. Yep. He's got and when they show the... Kareem doing like the airplane, airplane movie, so good. <laughs> and then just being a jerk off to everyone, I was like, this is so good. The casting is good. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a fan of the casting. I hear that Jerry West stuff is a little amped up. That he wasn't this. This maniac, okay. <laughs> but it's fun to see it. <laughs> but like, I just love that the whole episode is like the Jerry West uh, arc for this episode is based around him trying to destroy this uh, NBA Finals MVP trophy because he lost and he's just like miserable that he has this. And like, it take basically takes him like twenty years to finally be able to fucking break this trophy. <laughs> oh, it's good. So. 
I'm I'm sticking with it. I can't wait for the next episode, but I I, I get it. It's a it's a weird kind of decision they went there because I, I don't think it needs it. It works fine. No, it's just I, and that a was the thing. I didn't thing. think it needed it, but, but I, I was still okay with that. I'm still interested enough. Yeah, and uh, discussions have been taking place for a season two, Ooh. to be based around because originally they envisioned this as a mini series. Okay. And then when they got into writing it, they said, actually, we can make this like a regular series. And the talk now is season two will be the other Jeff Perlman Lakers book, The Three Ring Circus, about the Shaq and Kobe Lakers. Ooh. And I don't know if you've read that one. Uh, I did. I actually read it recently. Like, that book absolutely fucking buries Kobe. <laughs> Because at that point, like this time that it's written about, like Kobe was a piece of shit. His teammates all fucking hated him. He basically had zero interaction with any of his teammates. Kobe's legacy has quickly been rewritten. Correct. To act like he was this patron saint of basketball. When for years it was always Kobe's a jerk off. Nobody wants to play with Kobe. Nobody likes Kobe. The only reason Kobe didn't get run out of town was just because Dr. Buss loved him. Thought of him as a son. So it's it's funny, you know. Uh, I'd be interested in that. I would love to see that. I love that's a great idea. I get it. Just give me all the Lakers, all the Lakers drama. Well, I'll give me give me all those like kind of sports stories. I'll be I'll sign up for any of them. Perlman's got a bunch of books. You could do the '90s Cowboys after that. That's a good one, '90s Cowboy. I like that idea because he wrote that book as well. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. <laughs> That's a great title. I'm gonna have to check that out. That that one is great because it gets all into people talking about going to the White House. You know that story. No. So the White House was a house that, like, one of the linemen had, or or, or was it one of the linemen or Michael Irvin? Either way, someone on the team had bought this house. And it was, like, kind of away from everything else in town, but it was close enough. And it was just so the guys on the team had someplace to go to bring back fucking hookers and do blow and all this shit. So it was like the Cowboys, you know, team party house. It's a party house. (laughs) It's hysterical. I uh I read I'm reading a book. I've got like two chapters left, so I'm pretty much done with it. It's uh Blood in the Garden. It's about the '90s Knicks. And, oh, I did uh, see this. This is relatively new. Yes, just came out about a month or so ago, and uh, it's good. I didn't I haven't loved it. Like uh, I was like, oh, I'm gonna love this book, but it's really good, and it's just interesting because like this is shit like we live through. Like so, it's interesting to read yeah, yeah. and get like all the extra details, like to fill in some blanks when you're a kid and you're like, "Oh, what happened here?" And it's like, "Oh, and so this happened before the game, and so this is why they were fighting and all this stuff." So it was interesting because the one of the, one of the, I was gonna say, you know what's great about that is that's that's t- over 25 years ago now. <laughs> yes, the 90s, long time ago. <laughs> it's uh, it's craziness, wild. But yeah, I mean the the Knicks were. The, you know, the second, third best team in the 90s. They were consistently the second seed, first seed, and just they lost to Jordan every year. I mean, it's until they why, lost to Reggie Miller. It's like, why do you think I hate Jordan? Because this is our childhood. 
Any New Yorker who loves Jordan, I gotta question it. This man ruined your life. You ruined your your childhood. Fuck Not mine. Michael Jordan, bro. I was I was a Spurs fan. I know, but if you were a Knicks fan, Michael Jordan could kick rocks, bro. Fuck out of here. Well, I mean, for me, it was great because when the Spurs won their first title, it was against those New York Knicks. Yes, it was. I, I watched the end through the window of a tanning salon on Queens Boulevard. <laughs> a tanning salon. I, I, I was with Armando. We were walking. To, we're going, coming from the movies or something. And this tanning place we're walking by had the game on. You could see it through the window. So we stopped and just watched like the last few minutes of the game. Oh, man. Hysterical. I haven't picked a book for this week. I'm, uh, I gotta see. Maybe I'll do one of these uh, Perlman books. They're good. I I recommend the USFL one, Football for a Buck. It's called. That's probably my favorite one that I've read of his. Oh, you know what I just got from the library? I just got um, DVDs. Bob Odenkirk just put out a uh, autobiography. Yes, I did see that. So actually, I just I just got it when I looked at my app. So that'll be my next book next week. I'll uh, talk about that. He um, so talks a lot of shit about the Saturday Night Live skit with Chris Farley auditioning for Chippendales. Yes, that was the big. That was one of the big things this past week. Did you read what he said or watch the clip? I didn't watch the clip. I did read what he said though, and I can kind of understand I get what he's it, saying, but it's still a great skit. Yes. He's, he's trying to say, oh, the, the joke is that he's fat. That's not a funny joke, blah, blah, blah. Chris like he, doesn't he like that He said it's funny. He's thing. like, but at the same time, he like, every, like, he thought Farley was just funny and didn't have to be just fat to be funny. Yes. And he goes, sure. the, this sketch in particular, just like, um, it, you know, is based all around him being fat. So it becomes the people laughing at him for being fat rather than because he's funny. Yes. I get it. Which I friend. I can yeah, friend, I can so, see you know. what he's I can see what he's saying, what he's but going it's an all timer. It's an all time it SNL skit. It's like come on. It's classic. Oh man. So good. Ooh. Do you uh, watch anything else before we get into our uh, main event here? Um, not that I can think of now. Uh outside of Castle, of course. <laughs> Castle. Actually, I did watch a, a 30 for 30. Ooh, which one? Um, so it's relatively new, not new new, but they did a like a 20-year retrospective on the tuck rule. I did hear about this. I haven't seen it, but I know it exists. So it's they get Tom Brady and Charles Woodson together. Charles Woodson was actually Brady's teammate at Michigan, and the guy in that game who you know knocks the ball loose from Brady that ends up being called for tuck rule. So they get them together to like watch it and then go over it and talk to it. And they cut to interviews with other guys during the middle of it too. And it's pretty interesting. And really the biggest thing is like, even Brady says that he goes, yo, without that game, if that gets called as a fumble and not the tuck rule, he goes, I don't know what my career is like because Belichick probably would have gone back to to Bledsoe at the, yeah, 100%. at the beginning of next season, which I don't know if that's true, because even during that season, they're talking about towards Bled- the end of Bledsoe. Well, 
Bledsoe had just signed the big contract extension. That was the first year of his extension. But Belichick was very most certainly not a Bledsoe guy. (laughs) And he was already looking for a reason to try to get Brady into that position. So I really don't know if Belichick would have gone too uh, back to Bledsoe to begin sure. the next season, but it certainly would have been more of a topic of conversation rather than Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl. Now winning we can just trade Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, with his team. I've heard uh, Bill Simmons has mentioned this. This drives me crazy. He says that the people in Boston, him and the people, they call this the snow game, not the tuck rule game. It's just this is the snow game. And it's like, how do you get the fucking call? It's not the snow game, motherfucker. This is the tough When was the game. last time Bill Simmons was even fucking in Boston? <laughs> Probably that game. <laughs> I was going to say, like, Bill Simmons at this point is one of those fucking coastal elitist Californians. And I, I'm done listening to him tell me about fucking East Coast sports. It's like, get the fuck out of here. You don't get to fucking call it something else. Like, it's the tuck rule game, It's bro. the tuck rule game. That's what it, not the snow game. Oh, it's never fucking snowed before. The snow game. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> get get out of here. This fucking guy. Um, I watched one other thing that I'll bring up on this show. It's, um, it's called Fresh. It's a uh, horror movie. And it stars... A young lady, I forget her name, but uh, the main uh, famous actor is uh, the Winter Soldier. Sebastian Stan is in this movie. And uh, boy, this is, let me tell you, people are going to turn this movie on because they see this handsome Winter Soldier man. And they are in for some fucking movie. Because this is not like, this is a, a pretty fucked up horror movie. Like the subject matter and the shit, like, it's pretty crazy. And uh, I just can't wait to hear it. Like, I don't know if people have seen this movie. I got to start checking. But I can only imagine, oh, Sebastian Stan's in a movie? I love that guy. And then That's, that's the this. Tommy Lee guy. Yeah. I, oh, Winter Soldier? Hey, kids, look. There's some teenager who loves Winter Soldier. <laughs> nope. It's good. I enjoyed it. But it's a fucked up horror movie. And uh, it's good. Check it out for the. I know the, uh, we got our horror fans over here. If you haven't seen it yet, yeah, I'm but, a, I'm a little behind on my horror. So uh, it just came out. Just it was uh, it was Hulu? this week's. Yes, it was this week's new Hulu movie. I was gonna say I, I think I it, it felt familiar for a reason. I think that's why. Yeah, it's on the main page. I turned it on. It was right there. I forgot that it was coming out because it was a movie I'd been hearing about. Played festivals and people like. It's one of those movies where they tell you don't know anything about it. Just try to watch it and uh, go for the ride. And I feel that that is what you should do. Yes, but it's a ride, guys. I think this is something for Harold T. Horror. Oh, I would love for you to watch this movie. Well, not me. Harold. (laughs) Well, please let Harold know that uh, this this is a good one. This is one that maybe he should uh, check out for... uh, Good Harold T. Horror reactions. I know yes. the folks love that shit. <laughs> but why would he do this? <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll get my. I'll see if I get Harold on the show next week. Oh my goodness! And that's all I got for uh, the stuff I watched. I said I was running around a lot with uh, party stuff, and uh, it was hard, but. 
I fit in a three-hour movie this week. What a God guy. Damn. Oof. It's about that time, bro. It's, t- it's time to talk about the Batman. The Batman. Ooh. Starring our double main man, Cedric Diggory. Yes. He's the best. No. He's not the best? No. Because he's dead? Because he's Cedric. <laughs> he's Dedrick. <laughs> Dedrick Scott, Diggory. Are you familiar with uh, other members of the, the cast here? Like Commissioner Gordon, Jeffrey Wright? Like, is he pop up on your radar? He's in a lot of stuff, but, like, he's like a, a that guy in a lot of movies. He's one of those guys know. that looks familiar, yeah. but, like, I don't really know. Like, I'm I can't be like... Um, and then Zoe Kravitz, she's like newish, no. so I don't know. She was just on a movie I watched actually on HBO Max called Kimmy. I'll tell you it's why. Good. I I found out who the Penguin was after the fact, and I was like, "There's no Kelly fucking An- way." Kellyanne said the same thing. She's like, "Oh, the Penguin was good." And I was like, "It was Colin Farrell." She said, "Get the fuck out of here!" Yeah, I was like, "There's and no she, fucking way." I was. She was like, "Oh," I, but like when you when you hear it, you go. He, he when you like you think like yeah he talks like Colin Fett like I get it afterwards but no the great makeup job I don't know there's no fat Hollywood uh, actors I guess they got a fat up Colin Farrell there I could have done it I think of I would have been a phenomenal penguin you would have been a great penguin I could have been a Pittsburgh penguin yes we don't want that one that's uh, how you know they're good <laughs> and the Riddler played by uh, Paul Dano my double yeah. main man there great. There will be blood. Paul Tam- Thomas Anderson. I'll drink the milkshake, bro. You know? <laughs> I mean, we had uh, Ulysses Claw as Alfred. I liked him. I liked uh, Andy Serkis. Uh, he be, he's popping up every once in a while. He used to be Mr. CGI Man, but now he's like, hey, I have a real face too, guys. Like, mm. let, me, let me not put on the blue suit, please. Uh, so we, we get... You know how, uh, so like every time we we start the Batman over, it's got to be grittier and rougher and deeper. And by God, this movie felt every single bit of fucking three hours. I felt it towards the end. I was was rocking and rolling with the mystery and the stuff. But then by the end, I'm like, all right. I mean, but at the same time, I don't really... Like, what are you really cutting out? Like, oh my god, things? easily so much stuff. <laughs> this guy, I could have cut 45 minutes from that movie, you wouldn't have even known the fucking difference. I know you could get maybe 10 minutes, bro. Like, all those things are important to the story, bro. I cut happening. 20 minutes from the car chase alone. So, okay, so you cut first of all, the car chase is not that long. I wish it was. That's a fun scene. You got to have some action in a Batman movie, Look, no? Yeah, I, you need a little of that. I didn't need 32 minutes of it. <laughs> so you cut down that scene. That's something I you could cut down a scene here or there, but you're still going to have a, a 2.30 movie. You're not, I don't think you're cutting down that much of this movie. I understand, but like Rob Manfred says, we have to get the pace of play under control here. <laughs> I read an article that said that they tested a short version and a long version, and actually the long version played better. It flew, um, it flew better. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't. that's not unheard of, and I, I've seen that firsthand with other movies yeah. I've seen. It's just by like an hour, I was like, come on, guys, like, let's fucking get going. 
It's a mystery, solving a mystery, taking his time. But I mean, clues. so my th- my theater was maybe half full for when I saw this. Okay. And and by about an hour in, everybody just said like "fuck it," and everyone was like playing around with their phones and stuff because. Oh wow! Yeah, like the, the it was like a good mortgage. There was just a lot of people with no interest. <laughs> that was not the case by me. By me, there was general one gentleman uh, right next to us slept through the whole movie. But literally, the movie started and he passed out. So it wasn't like he wasn't into it. He didn't mm. even give it a chance. This mother and I went to a ten thirty a.m. showing. Jeez. So this motherfucker woke up, got dressed, and went to sleep. At you know the- what? Maybe <laughs> just maybe he works the overnights, and he thought he was gonna come out of work and catch the first showing possible. It's still a three hour movie, bro. I would never take that job. I, I no. take that power nap and then go see a one o'clock or something. Like, get out of here. <laughs> Listen, the movie's long. That's the biggest complaint I have with the movie. But I feel everything is necessary. Yes, you could cut a couple things here or there. But, you know, you need that extra bit at the end. You need these little beats to tell the story of Batman and Bruce Wayne, you know. What a terrible Bruce story. Wayne, though, too. But it's not Bruce Wayne yet. I think in the next one he's going to be Bruce Wayne. Like, like this is a very this is a Batman movie. This is not a, the story of Bruce Wayne. Yes, this is him. Like I believe it's his second year as Batman, so he's just learning how to how to handle this shit. I love that about it. I love a young Batman trying to figure shit out. I loved uh, some of the gadgets. Did you like the Batmobile? I thought the Batmobile was hot shit, bro. I like the idea. Yeah, of that. It was. Yeah, it was fine. Because how do you do a Batmobile that's supposed to be like a normal kind of thing? Yes. Just make it a sexy, souped-up muscle car. I kind of yeah. love that. It was yeah. fine. Um, I like the fact that he just rides a very loud motorcycle everywhere, and no one can look behind them and see this fucking cape waving in the background as he's flying through the Keeps fucking- it in his knapsack, bro. <laughs> Keeps it in his shoulder bag, and then he pops it on at the last minute. <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you one thing I I didn't like about this movie um, that actually is the movie and not just the time. The fact that they pussied out with killing Alfred. Like, just fucking kill the motherfucker. I guess, but I don't know. I mean, I think they want to save that. It's a little early for that. Just fucking kill him. (laughs) I love... This motherfucker opened his eyes and he's like, listen, you piece of like he's instant. Batman's like, listen, motherfucker. Well, and then like, so this guy's been in a coma and whatever. And all of a sudden he's like fully capable of having conversation. He's being like, interrogated and he's yeah. having a conversation right back. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, so good. And, then, and now we found out that Thomas Wayne has been a piece of shit the whole time too. But that's always been a little, they've always implied there's been some, you know, maybe some some shady business every once in a while. I like that. I like we didn't see the pearls. We didn't see the pearls hit the floor this time. Yes, that was actually nice. How do you feel about um, John Turturro as Carmine Falcone? Great Carmine Falcone, bro. He played it perfect. He's um, got that I have such a hard time taking him as like a serious. Why? Because like, he's the waiter. To you for Mr. Deeds always? No, because he's the he? goofball from Sector 7 in Transformers. Sector 7 <laughs> of Transformers. <laughs> like, where all you all you have to do is say, hey, I'm from Sector 7, and they send, like, the fucking National Guard. 
hysterical. <laughs> and I'm just like, like this guy is supposed to be the big bad. Like I, don't, I just, I'm no, I'm not feeling this. I love John. I was, I was happy to see him. I, I didn't know he was in the movie. I was like, oh, he's playing. I was like, oh, this is great. And the thing is, I I like him, and I don't think he did a bad job. It's just that when I look at him, he always looks like every facial expression he gives off is always like this somewhat goofy look to me. I understand what you're saying. Sometimes you can't, you know, get someone away from a role or something. I get it. It's okay. What? Uh, so tell me something. Tell me, is there anything you really liked about the movie? Well, what's something you I, you were I like? I thought Pattinson man, was a good Batman. I thought he was a very good Batman. Yes, I like that. We, we like we said we didn't overdo the Batman voice. Yes, uh, I like that his Christian name apparently is Vengeance. <laughs> like I think that says it on his identification. Mm. Um. I, I I I hated when Catwoman would keep going like, "Hey, vengeance!" and it was like, <laughs> "It's funny though, really He's fucking messing with him." Like, this is um, a goofball, <laughs> He's stupid bastard, vengeance. He should be made fun of. <laughs> yes, um, I just I think we could have cut the movie a lot shorter, and it would have been more impactful. Because by the time it was done, like I was very done with it. I understand. Long, this is a, it's a commitment. Two fifty six or whatever it is. But at the I same guess. time, there's nothing about the movie that I thought was overly great. Like it's a lot of oh, this is fine, this is fine, this is fine. That was kind of good. Okay, this is still fine. But like there were really no moments where I was like, whoa, now that was fucking cool. I get the 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 cool more. I mean. You know, the car chase, there's some cool stuff, but... Uh... The car chase, you know what, like, at this point, I've seen everything in a car chase I could ever possibly want from all 15 Fast and the Furious movies. So That's cute. It's, it's still, like, yes, it's still cool, and the way it's shot is, is pretty good, and the, the big ending where it comes flying out, like, it's fine. But, like, was it that impressive? No, it wasn't. I'm sorry to hear that you did not enjoy this movie. This is very sad, Joe. It's it's fine. Like at the end of the day, it's just fine. Like what 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 is it about this movie that you love? It's a Batman movie. I love Batman, and it's Batman being Batman. Batman's the world's greatest detective. He's solving a mystery. He's finding the clues. I love the interaction between him and Catwoman. It's perfect. I love the interaction between him and Gordon. It's perfect. Uh, I thought the Penguin was wonderful. I love this version of the Riddler. Something different. I like the serial killer idea of it. It's a adult movie about a serial killer that has the Batman in it. It's shot beautifully. Matt Reeves is a wonderful director. Uh, some of the, the scenes, the shot, to play off the lights and the angles. There's a lot of wonderfulness in this movie, Joe. I loved every second of it. I say it's too long, but I still love the shit out of it, bro. This was a terrific Batman movie. I love it. Ooh, agree to disagree. This is Batman being Batman, bro. I mean, this is what I want. It's great. See, this is this is the kind of Batman that I have I really don't want. 
See, that's the problem. I love this Batman. This is good. It's I about want... him, not the villains. It's usually I... a movie about the villain that has some Batman in it. I see. I want more here. like Adam West Batman. That's okay with me too. Like, I don't mind if this was a silly Batman movie. I'm okay. Like, if when this is done and they reboot Batman again and they want to make it a little lighter, that's fine with me. I'm okay like, with it. I, like, I'm all, I just, it, this is not the Batman movie I would have chosen. It was fine. I just, I just don't think it needed to, uh, I just don't think it was that great. That's okay. This is it's kind of based off of uh Hush and the Long Halloween. They took a couple elements from each of those stories and like uh, and my thing too is like coming off the Nolan Batmans, like obviously this is gonna get compared to those. And it was like with this, it was like, all right, how much grittier can how much darker? Like, and it was like, Oh, okay, I, I get it. Batman's fucking miserable. Like, so am I. Like doesn't mean I got to live in fucking fog 24 hours a day. It's like, it's dark, but it's not even that dark. I felt it's not even as dark. Like people were hyping up the darkness and uh, I'm like, it's not that dark. It's dark in the sense of the subject matter. Like it's a serial killer and it's some crazy stuff, but it's not that dark. He's a little, you know, he's angry. He's angry Bruce Wayne. He's new metal Bruce Wayne. He's listening to Slayer in his fucking backyard. Like, I love it. This is uh, good shit. And I think the way it ends, next uh, movie, we're going to get that Playboy. He's going to learn that, you know, you got to be Playboy Batman sometimes. And, uh, excuse me, Playboy Bruce Wayne. So, I loved it. I can't wait for a sequel. This guy is mentioned... He wants to do a Mr. Freeze grounded in reality. You know, try to see if he could do a a regular real life Mr. Freeze. So I'm interested to see how he could pull that off, you know? Me too, because I love the last Mr. Freeze we got. (laughs) You know, like having a freeze gun, I guess it works, right? You have some some liquid nitrogen or some shit like that, right? You could freeze some people. Right? But just... I guess I don't know how you make him a cold man, though. Like, I don't know, like, about that part. But the gun could work. <laughs> no, he's got to be a cold man, both on the inside and out. <laughs> um, I want to talk about a spoiler for a minute here, Joe. So we haven't talked about spoilers, but for the next three minutes, we're going to talk about spoilers. I feel fast. like we've talked about spoilers. Not really. We didn't mention anything specifically about this movie. I mean, I just said than- I wish they killed Alfred. But what does that mean? It's always it means, don't die. Like, it means okay. he don't die. <laughs> Whatever. That's the, if that spoils the movie for you, you need to get the fuck over yourself. Uh, so there's a cameo in this movie when the Riddler gets arrested. Uh, and he's in Arkham. And he's talking to someone in the next cell over. Uh, that person is exactly who you think it is. It is the Joker. It is not... The Joker in full-fledged Jokerness, uh, the, the Matt Reeves has said. It's an early version. Um, apparently, there was a scene that was cut out. Believe it or not, Joe, he did cut things out of this movie. There was a scene where Batman goes to this Joker guy. Um, 
and like talks to him, kind of like a Hannibal Lecter thing, okay. like, trying to profile the Riddler, trying to get some ideas of what the Riddler might be doing to uh, let them know that they've had some interaction and that Batman has placed them here, you know, just to kind of lay the seeds down for any groundwork to come. Like, this is one of Batman's first things that he did was arrest this this Joker fool. And uh, they cut it for time. He said it didn't flow good. And uh, he got his point across with just him talking to the Riddler that, oh, there's always Yeah, I thought that was coming. fine. You know, um, that guy is from the Eternals. He played uh, Droog. Remember the guy, the white guy in the Eternals, that's not Superman, the other guy. And he hangs no. out with the fast deaf girl. Well, that's the Joker. That's his place. <laughs> I've tried to erase the Eternals from my memory, so no, I do not know who this is. He's playing the Joker. I'm looking forward to it. If it's not the next movie, he says just because he's there doesn't mean he's doing him next. Good. He just wants to plant the seeds and because I don't want a Joker next. Like I just I want to see this Batman do something else. Mister Freeze, after, that sounds great. Give me after Mr. Jared Freeze. Leto, I don't think anyone's ever gonna possibly touch the joker again but this guy just won an academy award for the joker bro because <laughs> we Phoenix. live in a society <laughs> uh so you know it's gonna be interesting uh i'm gonna hit some music here joseph let's go Are you a man? A double main man? Are you a man? A triple main man? A man, man, man? A quadruple main man? Are you a man? Are you a man? All right, Joe. I can't wait to hear your main man standing here for the Batman. It's a, it's definitely a movie. All three hours of a movie. There is it's fine, I guess. There's nothing there's nothing overly terrible about it. There's nothing overly bad about it, but it's just something that is kind of there for me. It's just something that exists. It's not something I am in love with. It's not something I will probably watch ever again. It's just there. And for me, that is a double and a half main man. I love this movie. Um, I had I had expectations as I got closer to the movie because of who was involved. I'm a fan of the cast. I was like, oh, I like that idea. I like that idea. I'm a fan of the director. So as the movie got closer and closer, I started getting excited. Like, oh, there's a Batman movie coming out. And I loved every second of it. Uh, things are long. But like I said, they're essential to the story that it's telling of uh, this guy becoming Batman that we know, becoming the Bruce Wayne that we know. I feel we'll get those in the sequel. And uh, I love this version of Batman. I love this version of the Riddler. I love me this movie, bro. It's uh, it's getting a four. Ooh, four for me, baby. I got to say, like, uh, I feel like uh, most people are kind of in the middle of the two of us. They're not, they're more like in the three, three and a half range. But I feel most people are, are digging the movie from what I see. I don't know 
I don't see a lot of. I see a lot of. It's good. I don't see a lot of people hating it. I don't think anyone hates this movie. I don't think there's anything to hate other than the length. But uh, if you haven't seen it, check it out. I believe I haven't seen any confirmation, but everyone keeps saying it that HBO is still doing their 45 day release. So by April 19th, right right after Easter. It should be dropping on HBO Max. I want to say I already saw that they released the uh, like the DVD date on it. Oh yeah, that's awesome. So maybe it's quick turnaround because I like I know they're not giving us free movies, so I didn't know if they were gonna be nice with us about anything. Like no, fuck you, get to the movie to see this. You know, Spider Man still ain't on nothing. Spider-Man. How much money did this make? I, I like I know obviously it won the weekend and probably we're probably really rich people now. It made um, $134 million for the weekend. That's so good. Not a, not a bad showing. So we'll see how much it drops. That's I what I want to see. I want to see what it does now this week. But there's nothing out. There's I was going to say, no, no, nothing's coming out. Nothing's but coming I, out. I think, I think what this movie did for me most is... And we've been having these conversations every time we go to the movies. I don't know if I really ever need to go to the movies again. Like, I get it, but I do enjoy seeing things on on the big screen. Like, I did enjoy seeing that movie. I thought because I thought the movie was very pretty looking and uh, looked very nice on a giant screen. Of course, if it was on home, yeah, I'd watch it. But I still feel some movies, a movie like that, like that's a big event. Boom, explosions, action, stuff like that, I think deserves to be on a big screen. Like, I just, I, I, I don't have three hours to sit there and watch a movie. I, I really don't. Like, I've I've got stuff to do. I've got messages to respond it's to. It's very rare, though. That's a very rare thing that a blockbuster movie is going to be three hours like this. And also, if you're sitting on your couch, you're falling asleep, like, it's going to take you seven tries to get through the Batman so it kind of forces you to sit the fuck down and watch this movie. I would have rather paid 35, 40 bucks to watch this movie at home than have to go to the movies to see it. But so you rent this movie, right? Yep. You get a day to watch it. Yep. You fall asleep. Now you at work. You can't finish the movie. You're gonna rent it again? No, no. you're just gonna be like, fuck it. I'm not gonna watch the rest of this movie. Because and if you I wasted fall, 30 bucks. If I fall asleep, that's the director fault. <laughs> Not you being very comfy laying on your couch. I should I should I should I should be comfy. Well, yes, the movie theater should be comfy. It's the reason I don't go to my AMC because they don't have recliner seats. Well, AMC I, is literally the worst theater in my neighborhood. Well, no, so mine is a oh, I forget what chain it is. So, but like the one closest to me is like this very expensive. It's trying to be like this like touristy yeah so i hate the movie theater um so i go to this other regal theater that's a little bit further away but not like that much that it makes that big of a difference but like and the theater's fine but they're not reclining seats so i'm sitting in a regular stadium seating and i'm just like whatever it's fine and thankfully thankfully i was the first person who bought a ticket to that specific showing because it is reserved seating but thankfully, even though people sat around me in a half-empty theater, they all gave me like a two-seat uh, space in between. Like, nice the way it's supposed to be. Yes, like a little buffer, it's, bro. 
this wasn't a packed showing. So thank Cena that I wasn't like all crowded upon because then I would have been like, fuck this movie for real. Uh, so uh, next week, nothing coming out. So there's no movies until I believe uh, Morbius, April 1st. We have a whole. No, nah, we're skipping that. So, oh, we're going to see that, baby. No, we're not. Come on. There's nothing else. Why not? There might be something good in you. You want to know what else? I, I Now I got another complaint. I went to a 5.30 showing. Now I'm already expecting a three-hour Batman movie. Oh. They gave us literally, and I because I kept track, 33 minutes, minutes of That's fucking previews. That's too much. That's ridiculous. My theater does about 15. AMC does around 20-something. 30 is way too much. That's bullshit. 33 <clears throat> minutes of previews and bullshit commercials. By the time the movie started, I was already pissed. Yeah, that's already half hour. You're sitting in that chair. Yeah, it's bullshit. That's why I go, if the movie's at 10.30, at 10.30, I'm usually walking into the theater. I'm walking into the place, walking to get popcorn. Like I'm like, fuck this. I got no time to sit there, see these terrible trailers. Fuck that. I get it. It's bullshit. Bullshit. Well, that's it, Joe. Yep. That is it. Let me hear some music. It is now time for the big finish. (laughs) All right, Joe. Let's wrap this bad boy up. Big finish time. You ready? Yes. Today's big finish. It's another food one. I like it. We had some food ones recently. Big finish. Top three foods you regret eating the next day. Oh my goodness. Here we go. What's something you love, Joe? Nothing. But the next day is. You know. I sometimes eat a bag of those uh, Starburst minis. A whole bag? Unwrapped. A whole bag. Because sometimes I'm just sitting there, and I'm just popping my hand in, popping my hand in, and next thing I know, I've eaten that whole bag. So I try not to buy those big bags, because I always regret it, bro. So for me, even if I know things will not end well, I don't regret it because I know why I'm doing it. Sure. The only thing I truly regret is when we did the one chip challenge. Sure. Because there was a point where I thought I was dying. Oh, that's funny. When I have a milkshake, it's so heavy and creamy. Like, it messes me up. Like, it's just too much. Too much milk. I feel like I'm not lactose intolerant, but I'm kind of like a little, like when I have a little too much, like I have a bowl of cereal, but if I have a big bowl of cereal, because I need a big bowl of cereal, it's like, you got to get all that evil Captain Crunch out of your house. (laughs) Of course, I'm not just going to throw it out. I was going to eat it first. (laughs) You paid for it. Might as well. (laughs) Yes. It's so silly. Throwing out things you already paid for. Just don't buy it again. White Castle. I never, I can't eat those burgers because those I'll, burgers murder me. They're great. I will never regret it. <laughs> I love like, it. I like, regret nothing. <laughs> I don't. I 
fucking don't. I, I, I know damn well what White Castle is going to do to me for probably the next couple of days. I don't give a fuck. It's delicious. Give me... I, you know what? I'll eat it again the next day. <laughs> oh. I love it. He's like, fuck this, bro. Nothing. Everything I eat is for a reason. It's for a damn good reason. It's to monetize on YouTube. Bro, you've been eating White Castle long before you got paid for it, bro. <laughs> you know, I, I detect no lies. <laughs> well, then there you go, Joe. Joe says, ain't no food, because I love it all. Give me all the food. I don't care. I'll yes. eat seven things I shouldn't eat at once. Correct. Who gives a fuck? Don't care. There you have it, girl, folks. Episode 286 of the Carl Joe Mez podcast. You know, like people normally talk like, uh, you know, if, if someone's too caring or whatever, they call them bleeding hearts. But like if someone loves food too much, I'll just be called a bleeding asshole and not care about it. Hit him with them plugs, Joseph. <laughs> uh, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Follow us on all the social medias at Card Joe Mez. Let us know what you thought about this episode. If you agree, let us know what you thought about the Batman. Because I'm sure everyone out there agrees with me and not Gomez. I'm probably right. I'm normally right about everything. I'm the Raja of righteousness. So get all those comments to us on Twitter, on Instagram, at Jomez. Follow my personal stuff at YouTube.com slash Joe Shoes and uh, Instagram and Twitter at The Joe Shoes. The Gomez 154 Instagram and Twitter for me. And with that, we will be back next week with more The Batman, probably. <laughs> I can't wait. Maybe. Maybe I'll go see it again. You got no. time like that? No, I don't. <laughs> I had to go to a 10.30 showing because it's the say, only you, time like, you, you I could to, fit it in. How much child care did you have to pay for that day? No, that's it. That's the only any other showing I would have been late to pick her up. Bro, it and I got out at two o'clock. It's like my whole day was gone. Oh man, yes, folks, we'll be back next week. Until then, that's Amore, cowboy. Peace. I'm gonna get White Castle right fucking now. I talked about it enough. Once it's on my head, I can't get it out. One, two,